This is Radiate, the podcast that celebrates life and shines a light on life-restoring stories of organ, tissue, and eye donors, recipients, and information you need to know about donation. Welcome back. This is episode four of Radiate. I'm Audrey Coleman, your host. Thank you for joining us. Our guest for today is Krista Bielen of Hampton, Arkansas. Krista is the grandmother of Lane Bielen. Lane was born prematurely at 22 weeks in 2012. Because of his medical challenges, doctors didn't expect Lane to survive, but he did, and he did far beyond medical expectations. Sadly, at age four, Lane did die, but he was able to save and enhance the lives of others by becoming a tissue donor. Krista, welcome, and thank you so much for talking with us today. Thank you for having me. Krista, I've heard you describe Lane as your hero. What would you like for us to know about Lane? Lane was an incredible little boy. Um, Lane had probably every odd stacked against him from from the, the moment he was born. But Lane fought and Lane fought hard. Lane was given given no chance of survival and, and yet he made it for, for four and a half years. Um, he is my hero. He he taught me to be a better person. He taught me to have patience when patience was needed more than anything. Um and he taught me joy. He 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 everything was was okay with him. He, um, even in the bad times, he smiled and, um, and he was just, he loved life. He loved life. It sounds like he was a very brave and very positive little boy with lots of great energy. And so I can imagine that this was a very difficult time to have this, this child who was just so much a part of who you're, who you are in your family, but also knowing that he was facing these very difficult medical challenges. Can, can you walk us through the events that led to Lane becoming a tissue donor? Well, I say that we had, we had an insight that a lot of people don't have because we watched him develop on the, from the outside that he should have been doing on the inside. Mm. Um, so that in itself was miraculous. Lane started other than the prematurity, he had hydrocephalus, which is fluid, extra fluid on his brain. Mm-hmm. And, um, and of course, that caused some brain injury. Um, he he um, never was able to take a bottle either. There's, there's a reflex called suck, swallow, and breathe mm-hmm. that, that we're all kind of born with. Mm-hmm. Um, but because of, because of his brain injury... He, he didn't have that, so, so he, he couldn't take a bottle. Um, also, because Lane was so little, um, as in poundage-wise, he couldn't have the surgeries that he needed to fix those two issues until he got older. And then the organ, in, to, to become a tissue donor, we fast forward to being four years old. I never thought about that until... A certain point um you know i i just thought lane was gonna live forever i guess i don't know just being ignorant um but we were at the hospital 
one 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 of our trips and one of the doctors that that I really trusted and, and cared about and knew cared about Lane I just asked her out of the blue you know is it would it be possible for Lane to even be a organ tissue donor uh, because I knew he, of, his, of his complications I didn't know if he would and she told me she'd have to ask because she also wasn't sure um, well it wasn't maybe when a few but, but a few days and and um, I realized Lane and I were scheduled to go home but but uh, uh, Lane decided he wasn't going home with me he was he was going to go home to be with the Lord um, but she'd come in and she she told me that he was not he would not be able to be a, a organ tissue donor on the day that he passed away that uh, another nurse came in and said he was able to be a tissue donor if that's what I wanted um, and it was because I think that's what Lane wanted he was he he was so giving his entire life he constantly gave um, he gave love and happiness and I, I think he would truly want to give life to um, and so that's how he became a, a tissue donor so Krista I know in in many cases um, the family is approached by someone from Aurora um, inquiring about their desire for their loved one to become a donor, organ tissue or eye donor. But in this case, you drove that discussion. Yes, ma'am. So how how was that possible for you to separate all of the very difficult, um, anxious moments that you must have been experiencing during that time to set that aside and think about how someone else might be helped through Lane's death? Um, honestly, it was for selfish reasons because I wanted Lane to live on. Um, and, and I knew that, that if he was able to be a donor, that that's, that's how he would live on in somebody else. And, and, and because I didn't want another um, family to have to go through, what, go through the feelings and, and go through what I'm feeling um, since, since he's no longer here. Um, but it, it was more, it was more for selfish reasons, I guess, than, than, um, I just wanted, I wanted somebody else to, to have a piece of lane. I would say that that probably is more generous than selfish, but, (laughs) (laughs) um, but the fact that you could even get yourself into that space at that moment just says so much about, um, how important you think donation is as well. Can you tell us why you think, I mean, you, you did start talking about that, but why, why is it important that families um, donate their loved ones' organs and tissues? You know, other than the obvious reasons of, of giving um, life, I mean, that's the ultimate gift that anybody can give um, to somebody is, is the gift of life. But um, like I said, in, in, in my case, in our case, um, Lane was an incredible little boy and, and I wanted that incredibleness to, to, to keep going. Um, and I knew if, if I was real, I was, I was real discouraged and real disappointed, um, in our initial conversation when they, when they came back and told me that, that he couldn't be a, a donor, um, because, again, like I said, Lane was always giving. 
Um, and I just felt like that was, that was his one last final gift that he could, um, that he could give to somebody and, and to give to somebody's parents, because I'm telling you this, this, the life after he's been gone has been incredibly difficult. And if we could keep one parent from having to go through that, then, um, that's what Lane would want. What overall do you think this experience has taught you? Um, wow. It's, it's taught me, um, not to be selfish. Um, you know, it was, it was ultimately my, um, my decision on whether to, to give or not, but, but really it was Lane's decision. Um, going to working with Aurora through, through Lane's, through his gift. Um, you know, I didn't, it, I didn't realize how many people, um, were waiting, um, for the, for the gift of organ tissue donation. Um, I never even, I mean, I have it on my driver's license, but other than that, I've never thought about it until, until Lane. Um, so, it's just taught me this whole this whole process has just taught me how to love and how to um, cherish time more. And you know, and I, I think also um, this is an opportunity for more people to learn just how important tissue donation is. We hear a lot about organ donation, which obviously is critical. Um, but tissue donation can be life-saving as well, life-enhancing and life-saving. And so Lane's gifts have certainly improved and or saved the lives of others. And I, I know that that's something that you must feel really proud about. I'm very proud, very proud for him, of him, and, and for the families that received his um, aortic and pulmonary heart valve. And yes, and, and uh, Beth and I have talked about about it multiple times about how the uh, big push goes for organ donation, um, and we kind of treat the tissue donation like a stepchild. Um, and I think that needs to be changed. I think I think tissue donation is life saving. It needs to be just as important and recognized as as an organ donor. Well, we absolutely agree with you. And because of that, we're so happy that you're here today to be able to shine a light on the importance of tissue donors and donation. I wanted to ask you, have you had a chance to meet any of Lane's recipients? I have not. Um, I have written a letter to uh, Lane's pulmonary, uh, aortic heart valve went to a, a little four-year-old girl in Tennessee. And I have written to them, but they have not responded. Um, and then his pulmonary valve went to Maryland, and, and I've not heard anything from them. So I hope someday that, that I'll hear from them, but if not, I, you know, I'm okay with that too. Krista, we wish the best for you and your family. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. If you have any questions for us, please call 501-907-9150. And if you're ready to make a life-restoring decision and register to become an organ, tissue, and eye donor, go to DonateLifeArkansas.org. 
Radiate is a production of Aurora and is hosted by Audrey Coleman, Aurora's Director of Communications. Copyright 2020.